Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gate's daily podcast. If you love Wisdom's Echo and want to invest in the lives of our speakers, head to patreon.com slash wisdoms echo, where for as little as $2 a month, you can help us deliver the same impactful content you enjoy. Welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast called Wisdom's Echo. I'm Ray Hughes. I'm going to be sharing with you today. Well, let's let's talk about one of my favorite psalms today. And that's Psalm 34. And it's got all kinds of um, interaction uh, between David and God. And uh, and it really presents some so many wondrous and a broad scope of ideas in regards to the way David lived his life. Uh, even though we would know that this song would have probably come forth maybe in a day or in an, in an episode or maybe over over a little bit of time. But most likely it was uh, the language of his heart that day as he began it like he did so many of his days by blessing the Lord. And it, you know, he it was a familiar habit of David to praise God continually. And he speaks of it here as being a continual activity in his life. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Now, to know that David had already committed in or, or had a vow in operation in his life where he would praise the Lord seven times a day. Well, that means seven times a day. He Whatever's going on around him, he will... He will just, I, I like to think of it as just break out into a spontaneous song or a spontaneous expression of praise. You know, you know he was a busy man. He had a lot of, a lot of things going on around him. And, uh, but he prioritized those times of the day that he would just praise God. And uh, not only does he uh, praise God continually, he also uh, vows to praise God with his boasting when you look at these first three verses here in Psalm 34, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Now mark the word mouth right there. And let's remember that. We're going we're gonna to see some more of that in a minute. But he goes on to say, My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, and now he turns it to, uh, let's, let's think of it like this. He turns it to the audience and says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. So you see that even though most of the Psalms that are accredited as being those that are congregational or over, later over into the book of Psalms, you also see here that he is realizing that he cannot do all this praising by himself. He's looking for help. He's looking for a sense of, of synergy or corporateness. Oh, come on, everyone, magnify the Lord with me. That's one of the, one of the times you see the priorities of a worship leader uh, being revealed in his heart. Because a worship leader, there are two real, the two prerequisites for being a worship leader, number one, there's a fire in your heart that won't go out. You've got to praise the Lord seven times a day or, or you're, you're vowing to praise the Lord, a lifestyle of continually praising the Lord, worshiping God. 
So a fire that won't go out, you must worship God. Number two is you carry the same fire to see others engage with God and worship and praise and, and interact with God. Uh, and you'll, you'll find joy in seeing them do that uh, as on a regular basis according to their vow and their relationship to the Lord. But there he, he, he engages in praise and boasting. Praise and the glory should be given to God for all things in life, is what he's saying there. My, my soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall therefore shall hear. So there's another part of a worship leading element here. My soul makes her boast in the Lord, and others are the humble, the broken, the wounded, the destitute, the, and one version even says the poor, shall hear my praise and be glad. And then you see that other verse that, that engages the, the, the listeners. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. So let us, no matter what our conditions, let's let our praises and our exaltation of his name be together. I sought the Lord. He heard me. He delivered me from my fears. Wow. Powerful song. I sought the Lord. That's a part of our deliverance from fears uh, comes in our seeking the Lord. And also I want to point out as, we, as we're starting this off here, I will, when he says, I will bless the Lord at all times, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Um, and then when you look all the way over at verse eight, it says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good and blessed and blessed is the man that trusts in him. So what, uh, what I want us to, to extract out of that is, is taste and see Well, it starts off continually in my mouth and to taste and see is to discern or to perceive so part of our praise and part of our praise life will be about, I perceive that the Lord is good today. I perceive, I taste and see um, that he is good today. And look at verse four, as, it go, as, as we're heading from one to eight, it says, I sought the Lord, he heard me and he delivered me from all my fears. So if he is tasting the goodness, discerning the goodness of God, one of the factors is going to be the f the fact that we're delivered from our f from the fears, the things that hold us back, uh, and that could be uh, biblically. You see many times that the people of God, the man or the woman of God, would um, would be have reason to be trapped in fear, uh, fear of man. Uh, anytime I think of fear of man, I think of the of the picture of uh, of walking into a forest where the where the birds are singing in there and you know, the leaves are leaving and the worms are worming and the whole, uh, the, the whole forest is alive, teeming with life and joy and, and, uh, praise if you will. And, uh, all of creation is just doing what it's there to do. And, and, uh, if then, but if you walk into that forest, then suddenly all the birds stop singing. See, because fear of man will take away your song quicker than anything. And so fear of man uh, is, is, a, is a real force, uh, and that will, will manifest itself when we start in things like 
command from uh, spread out through Scripture. I'll just read them to you rather than go and give you a bunch of references. But fear of man, uh, fear of God even is referred to 160 times. Uh, in that, and, of course, that is in, not as in fear as in, in trembling, but it's a, a fear as in respect, reverence, and honor to God. And, uh, and when we're honoring God and we're fearing God, see, that is a healthy fear because that means that we have no fear of man because priority to, is to respect and re- revere and honor God. But 80 times man is told not to fear, uh, referring to fears that should, should not distress anyone who trusts in God. So the, the, the kinds of fear that should not impact us are like things like fear of man, fear of death, fear of the future, you know, and fear is a, is a powerful force. And, uh, you know, faith is trusting and believing what God says about your future. Fear is trusting and believing in what the enemy says about your future. So uh, let's take the fear of the future away, and that's, that's a, that can be hard to do sometimes with all of the bombardment of the fear-imposing issues in life and in culture today. But, but uh, there's a promise that we can because there are commands that we can set in place that release the blessing of God through answered prayer for our future. And I'll, I'll try to give you a little bit on that in just a second. But... Um, May he deliver us. I sought the Lord and he delivered me from all my fears, the fear of the future or, or even physical danger. Uh, another one is the idols and gods that have been erected in this world to take our faith away and impose fear upon, uh, upon our lives as a result of their presence and the things that seem to be happening in the world because of the, uh, the idols that are, that are erected today. And, uh, you know, in Job, it talks about the fear uh, that uh, around dreams. Sometimes dreams can uh, bring fear into your life. And all along, God's trying to speak to us through our dreams. Well, the enemy's trying to access those places of the heart as well. And uh, uh, fearing evil is another one that, that God delivers us from. The fear of war in Psalm 27, verse 3, uh, for example, and also, uh, there are there are he delivers us from the nothing fears, those imaginative uh, fears that try to sneak into our life. They're not they're not even real. They're delusion. And Psalm fifty three, Psalm fifty three, verse five is a wonderful verse that speaks to that. Um, another is we're told not to fear our enemies, which is Psalm one eighteen and verse six. Um, and also the fear of punishment in Proverbs one twenty six and 27. Don't be afraid of the dark and uh, the darkness. Uh, there's a, don't be afraid of the ghosts of this world, you know. And that, that was actually a good place in Matthew 14.26 that uh, says I, uh, that we can be delivered from the, those ghostly things. And, this, and there's also a spirit of fear that we are able to be delivered from uh, if we seek the Lord. See, I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and he delivered me from all of those fears. 
you know, and then he goes on to speak of, of they looked upon him uh, unto him and were lightened and their faces were not ashamed. The poor man cried and the Lord heard him, saved him out of all of his troubles. So now you see that troubles and fears are connected with us making that choice to bless the Lord at all times make our boast in him, let his praise continually be in our mouth, let's magnify his name together, add that corporateness factor, Not, let's don't lose our song, let's don't walk into, uh, let's don't uh, allow anything that walks into our lives that feels like a predator or an imposition become that which takes our songs away. Let the forest sing, let your song be heard in that. Now there's a there are commands that are connected to this chapter or this song where he says, magnify the Lord with me. That's a command. Uh, let us exalt his name together. Come on, we're going to do this. Taste and see, everybody. Uh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Discern his goodness. Fear the Lord. Come, hearken unto me. Keep your tongue from evil. In verse 13, there's so many, so many of these wonderful commands that are just kind of hidden within the text that sometimes we just read by or uh, walk by in our, in our duty of Bible reading. Well, let's look in, let's dig in there. Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking guile in verse 13. And then he says, depart from evil in verse 14. Do good, choose to do good, seek peace, pursue peace. Now, those are the things that are commanded there in this, in this song. And here are some of the blessings that come. There were 10 commands. Well, here's 10, uh, 10 blessings all in one song. Uh, and those blessings of God, are, it tells us that he answers our prayers in verse 4. Wow. He delivers us from all of our fears. Then he enlightens his people in verse 5. See, they looked unto him and were lightened, and their faces were no longer ashamed. He, uh, he gives his peace, people boldness. Wow. And uh, he uh, saves us from all our troubles. That does not mean troubles won't come. It's just that we, we now have uh, a way of being saved from those troubles by just aligning ourselves with being those blessing the Lord continually. And uh, also you see that he... Uh, Part of that blessing is supplies all of what his people, all the wants of his people. Also, he punishes the wicked to curb all sin and rid his creation of it. So there's that conflict between the kingdom of light and darkness again. He remains near the brokenhearted and saves the contrite in spirit. And number nine, he redeems souls of his people. Number 10, got to hurry. Uh, the blessing that come is is prospers all, he will prosper all of those who trust in him. And that's in verse 10. He says, the young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Wow. What incredible promises to us all. And it begins with praising the Lord, letting his praise be continually in our mouth and tasting and seeing that he is good. Well, have a great day. See you next time.